0: Praise the Lord from Pastor Strader at Lighthouse Church. Thanks for connecting with us through our podcast. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you as we try to reach, equip, and mobilize Jesus named disciples in Apache Junction, Arizona and the surrounding region. Enjoy today's podcast and come back often. God bless you. We love you. and you'll stand and turn with me to the book of, of Hebrews. I told my wife, I said, I probably don't need my iPad today, but I'm going to take it anyway. <laughs> Amen. Because what I, what I feel in my heart is just, is just radiating. And so I, I hope that it helps you because not that, I, not that I have anything eloquent to say, but I just hope that it encourages you. Everybody feel good today. Amen. 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 God is so faithful. So faithful, amen and amen. I want you to pray that Brother Wazman sells a house, yeah. amen. He's, we got a new realtor in the house, so if you need a, if you need a, a home sold or, or you need purchasing a home, now we got a qualified, well, the state of Arizona says he is anyway, <laughs> qualified realtor, amen, and so we're excited for that and for him, and uh, just be praying that he sells a, sells a house, amen, or a church building. No, we need to buy a church building, brother. <laughs> he's been looking at property too, so he's been sending me links, and um, it's kind of funny if you if you haven't. I not even standing, but I, brother Compton he came to me last week, and uh, actually it was a couple weeks ago. I think he said this about three weeks before I left. But anyway, he came back and he said, "Hey, I really feel we should go look at this Ford dealership down here, and if you know what I'm talking about, the one on 60 and Tomahawk, and uh, I think it's called Horn Fort. And, uh, I, I said, man, I said, that'd be great. He said, well, I'm going to go. This was last Sunday. He said, I'm going to go this afternoon and I'm going to go look around and, uh, I'm still in your thunder. Is that all right? Okay. And, uh, and he said, okay. So he, he, he called me later and him and Lonnie went down there, I guess, together and they started just looking around, you know, testing out the cushions on the seats and and just, you know, looking for offices and, and checking everything out and said, oh, yeah, we could do this here and there. And salesman came out and said, can I help sell your car? And he's like, no. He said, I'm not here to buy a car. I'm, I'm here looking at your building. And he said, well, okay. That's kind of odd, I imagine. That's probably what he was thinking. And uh, he said, yeah, I'm just looking for your building. So the salesman went back and he came back and he said, well, I talked to my sales manager and he said, you can look at the building. Brother Comden's like, I'm gonna do it anyway, <laughs> and uh, and so the uh, sales manager gets left again and came back a third time and said, I "Talk with my general manager." Well, the second time he came back, he said, "Well, he said, um, did you tell him that you were wanting to? You said I'm not here to buy a car. I'm here to buy the building, looking to buy this building." <laughs> Now you're taking the Thunder back, but that's okay. No, you go ahead. You tell it. It's your story. The salesman didn't know that beforehand. So he went and talked to his Joe manager and said, yeah, we're looking to sell this building. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let me talk to the owner of this place. (laughs) Amen. Isn't that cool? Amen. Isn't that awesome? Amen. And, you know, we'll, we'll let God decide if that's if that's it or not. But until then, like I said, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. And if God wants to give this church horn forward to let them move to Santan, I'm going to tell you there's no man that's going to make it not happen. Amen. Because, again, the doors that God opens, no man can shut. Amen, and and so even just one part, he said really common said one part of like the canopy. You close that in, it's bigger than this building, and that could be a great. I was thinking, man, that'd be a great youth chapel and multi purpose. And then he said, well, Lonnie already picked out your office. I'm like, man, hallelujah, (laughs) praise God. So what I want you to do, church, is I want you to pray that the will of the Lord would happen, but then proclaim it because until God says no, we'll proclaim it in Jesus name. Amen, amen. And I'm going to tell you what, what's great about Horn Ford, I told uh, Angela and Taylor and those that, you know, do fundraisers, I said, there's a built-in car wash. Praise God. So we can do a fundraiser all the time. (laughs) We'll do one of those subscriptions, Lighthouse Church car wash subscriptions. (laughs) Praise God. Anyhow, Hebrews chapter one and verse eight. I believe God can do it. I said, I believe God can do it. Not only do I believe that he can do it, I know for a fact that he is going to do it. He is going to do something that that we're going to stand there and say, wow. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hebrews 1 and 8. But unto the Son he saith, thy throne, O God, is, everybody say, forever. And ever. And ever. I think you probably could go on and say, and ever. Because if it's ever and ever, brother, it's ever, 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 ever. It never ends. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation. Somebody say, he's laid the foundation. He's still in charge. He knows what he's doing. He still has all power in heaven and in earth. He's laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands. But guess what? They shall perish. But thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth a garment and as... A vesture shalt thou fold them up and they shall be changed. But thou art the same. Somebody say it with me. Thou art the same and thy year shall not fail. But to which of the angels said at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool Hallelujah. I want to talk about the never-changing God. Man, if I could, it probably would have been a great title, Brother Wadsman, the covenant-keeping God. He didn't know what I was going to preach when they did that song selection. Amen. I know you've been standing for a few moments, but would you lift your hands one more time with me, and let's pray to the never-changing God, that God would have his will and his way in the remainder of this service this morning. We praise you. God, we give you glory, hallelujah, for you are worthy of all the praise. Your word is enough. It is forever settled in heaven. Hallelujah, we are not praying to a God that changes day to day, but we are praying to you, O Lord, where you never change. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Open up our ears to hear and our hearts to receive it here this morning in the name of the Lord. Jesus, and we praise you. Amen. somebody say, "Praise praise the Lord. You may be seated. God bless you. Revelation 21 and 21 said, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. We live in a chaotic world that is forever changing. Changing always seems to be threatening to us. I don't know many people that love change. Some people may, but most of the time, change is unsettling. Most of the time, change is something that I, you know, we typically as humans don't really want because we get used to our routine. We get used to our environment. but. We live in this this threatening world of change, whether it be encountered by a child that graduates from elementary school where he has been the king of the hill, so to say, and has to go to a school now where older children intimidate the new arrivals, or perhaps that aged senior who has to leave home and now has to live in a residence of a care facility or a home of a loved one change or perhaps moving from one place to another change is always a bit unsettling making the decision to retire is a bit unsettling making the decision of a job is a bit unsettling at times and and these changes aren't often uh, very palatable they're not always easy they're not always just you know coasting it typically comes with some upsetting to the the roost if you will and, and, and so there's one Greek philosopher that said it like this, the only thing constant is change. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing that's constant, it's change. Well, to someone that hates change, that's a bit stressful. To someone who it finds it unsettling to change, uh, that is a bit stressful at times. And making such statement, this Greek philosopher uh, what many others have recognized, namely what, that there is precious little that is stable in the world around us. Even that big superstition mountain that you saw as you pulled into the parking lot. Even the mountains that are all around this here valley, which appear so unchanging over a millennia, subject is subject to erosion and other effects that slowly but surely alter their shape. But it is not just the world outside of us that is unstable. Over time, we change. Our our experience experiences change who we are. We change physically. We experience change mentally. We experience change in our morale. We experience change in our personality. We experience change in and how we respond to people and, and situations. And and. We should experience spiritual changes because we should never stay at one place. We should always be reaching for something more, something greater. And so, there's changes in the spirit realm, and and it, it's so easy. So, oh, it's so easy, especially spiritually, to become satisfied. It's so easy to be, kind of become. Uh, I'm happy where we're at. I don't really want to give more. I don't. We don't think that. We don't say that. But in, in in our in our actions, we we say it. And in our in our words, so often we say it, not that direct, but we do say it. But we get satisfied. We get we get comfortable. And I think one of the biggest fears in my spirit is that is the spirit of familiarity with the spirit of God. It's that spirit that comes upon you that you become so familiar with the move of God that it takes a mountain to fall before you move. That is a fearful place to be. And so I pray, God, change me. Do I have anybody that can say, to that I, I pray God shake me and stir me if you have to shake the very foundation in which I set or stand such realities drive us to seek, seek stability because of sin however we tend to look for permanent, uh, permanent uh, areas and things that also are changing whether it be a relationship oh, I'm going to go find this relationship well guess what that relationship's going to change Hello? I said relationships are going to change. So if you establish everything about who you are on a relationship, friend, you are setting yourself up for failure in the future because relationships change. Our bank balances change. Man, I, I, I should have got a B.A. man on that one from everybody. I said our bank balances change. I don't know about you, but sometimes it gets low. Too low than I really want to even talk about. In fact, I'm going to move on right now. But sometimes it goes a little bit higher. And then guess what? It goes down again. So you can't base your emotion, your emotional state, or your stability uh, on your bank account. You can't base your spirituality on relationships or your bank account because they change. And if you are basing your relationship with the church or your relationship with those around you or your relationship, or you if you just base it on everything that you can physically touch or see, friend, it's going to change. And when it does, it's gonna send you in a tailspin. Sometimes we, people look for familiar surroundings. Sometimes they look for other things. And we all too readily seek stability in the created realm. The created realm. And moreover, we are eventually disappointed by such things for everything in creation, everything in that created realm is subject to change. Change. And so I've come to tell somebody that you need to stop basing everything about you. Stop basing your relationships. Stop basing your spirituality. Stop basing the facts that are in your mind on the things that are created by man stop basing them on the things that you can see in front of you. And you've got to tell your mind, you've got to tell your heart, and you've got to tell your spirit, I'm not trusting on a relationship. I'm not trusting on a bank account. I'm not trusting on a job. I'm not even trusting upon a church. But I'm going to trust in a God that never changes. I'm I'm going to trust on a power that is still the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the ending, the first in the last, I I can't even fully put my whole trust in even a spouse, but I can trust in a never-changing God. Oh, if you know who I'm talking about, why don't you lift up your hands and say you are a never-changing God? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's a God that never changes. Oh, so easily we get so focused on what is happening around us and all of the changes that are going on to our left and all the changes that are going on to our right. And we look forward and we see change and we, we, we kind of look around us and we see change and we begin to get a little bit unsettled because this is new territory. This is a new, this is a new atmosphere. This is a new area. This may be a new spiritual uh, 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 land. This may be a new physical place where your emotions are just different and, and the things that you're facing are a little bit different or maybe a lot different but I'm going to tell you friend you need to be reminded this morning that James 1 and 17 said that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom you got to preach with me this morning with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning I'm come to tell you that means that God will never be less than he is now he will never be less than he is now and he'll never be more than he is now he's still in control the same power that he had back then is the same power that he has right now and it'll be the same power that he has tomorrow and next week and forever and ever and ever Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, he'll never be less than what he is now or ever different than what he is or he's already revealed himself to be. I'm telling you the God that you know and I know to be our best friend. He's a friend that sticketh closer than any brother. He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. Somebody's got to hear me today. When that person won't answer the phone, you need to go talk to the God that never change oh my god stop basing everything about you on the things that are around you and get tapped into the spirit of god if you base your emotions on everything that's going around you friend it's going to change and every time it's going to send you to tailspin but that is not the will of god There's a song that I love, and it's on the prayer list of one of the playlists, and it was even playing this morning, but it begins to say, I am unmoved by what I see. He knows it all. He goes before me. I am not moved by what I feel. He's felt it all. And he goes before me. I'm telling you, the reason you can be unmoved is because you serve an unmovable God. It is not the will of God to go through these roller coaster of emotions and and these roller coaster coaster of spirituality and down one day and up another. It's, it's just not the will of God. I'm gonna tell you what it is. You've got your anchor anchored to something that's changing. But if you'll get if you'll get this this morning and you'll get anchored to a God that never changes, hey, there'll be all kinds of hell break loose in your life, but you'll be steady. You'll be faithful. You'll be you'll be unmovable. Why? Not that I'm so spirit. But it's because I serve a God that doesn't change. I serve a God that had power yesterday, and he's got the same power today. Oh, would you put your hands together on a Sunday morning and thank God for an unchanging, unmovable God? The Bible says that his, he is immutable. What does that mean, immutable? That's what the word of God says, immutable. What does that mean? It means unchanging over time or unable to be changed. Listen, not only does he not change, he cannot change. Not only will he not change because he decides to, but he cannot change. For the word of God is forever settled in heaven and the word of the God says, for I am the Lord and I change not. He's not gonna change. If he loved you then, he's gonna love you today. If he's faithful last week, last year, last month, uh, 10 years ago, he's gonna be faithful to you tomorrow. Get anchored to him. Stop anchoring on the people. Stop, hey, oh, I gotta get anchored to the pastor. No, 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 no. Hey, follow me as I follow Christ. Follow me as I'm anchored to him. Don't, Don't anchor to this person because I may fail you. I may let you down, but I serve a God that's unchanging. I serve a God that's unmovable. You know, the problem with a lot, of our pe- a lot of people is they have great relationships with the church and they got great relationships with the pastor, but they don't have a great relationship with the master. You hear me today. I want everybody to have a great relationship with me, and I want to have a great relationship with you. I want us to be family as close as we possibly can be. But you hear me today. I don't want you anchored to me. I don't want you just being here because of me or my wife or anybody here, and I don't have a big head thinking that you are. But I'm telling you, don't get convinced. Oh, I'm going to go to this church because of that, pastor friend. What you need to do is you need to find a church that preaches truth to you, that will preach truth to your babies and get anchored to a God that never changes because a pastor comes and goes, but God stays forever. Hey, a pastor may come and a pastor may go, but God never changes. I don't plan on going anywhere, but if God tells me to go, friend, I'm gonna go. You hear me today. If God says go, that's what I'm going to do. But when you get a hold of Jesus, you're going to stay with Him. You're going to be unmovable. You're going to be unchanged. Get your anchor off of people and get it onto God. A.W. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Towser wrote God never changes moods, He never cools off in His affections or loses enthusiasm. I love that because I do lose enthusiasm from time to time. But God never loses his affections towards me and he never loses his enthusiasm towards me. He can't love me any more than he's already loved me. He can't care for your past or your future or your present more than he has already cared for your past, present, or future. Think about that. There is nothing that you can do or can't do that makes God love you any more than he's already loved you. So stop trying to perform and just get anchored. Quit quit trying to just be a better person, get anchored to the person that makes you better, that changes you for the better. He said his attitude towards sin is now the same as it was when he drove out the sinful man from the eastward garden. And his attitude toward the sinner, the same as when he stretched forth his hand and cried, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you. Rest. He is not only unchanging, but you hear me today. He is just. He is all knowing. He is all powerful. He is ever present. He is holy. He is faithful. And He is a loving God. Malachi 3 6 tells us, For I am the Lord and I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Somebody say, Not consumed. Say it again, not consumed. consumed. As the prophet tells us, there should be a great comfort to God's people that he is a God that never changes. Jacob was not consumed because of the Lord's unchanging nature. The old covenant community deserved destruction because of its great sin, but God did not utterly destroy them. He could have, but he's a God that never changes. His word never changes. If God has given you a promise, if he's given you a covenant, he is a covenant-keeping God. Ha, he's a covenant-keeping God. If he's made a, he made a covenant with them, and because he is unchanging, he could not break his promise to preserve them. So that's why he said, I, for I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, not because you've done all these great things, not because you've been perfect, not because you danced just the right way or you prayed the right way. He says, I am the Lord God. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. You hear me today. You need to stop thinking, oh, it's because of me or "or when I fail and when I make a mistake and when I say the wrong thing and I do dumb things. I, well, I do dumb things sometimes time to time. You need to stop just saying, oh, I'm gonna just leave God. I'm gonna just, I'm failing God. I'm failing everybody around me. Listen, you need to stop anchoring yourself on your performance and start anchoring yourself to a God that has, hey, he can do anything exceedingly, abundantly above what I can ask or think. His ways are far beyond my ways and his thoughts beyond my thoughts. Get your mind off of your thoughts. Get your spirit and your emotions off of what you're going through and get anchored to a God. Get anchored to a God. As long as you anchor yourself to the things of this world, you're gonna be going through major changes spiritually. The only change spiritually that should happen is up. I said the only change that should happen is up. You should never get to it. Now we all go through. We go through dry spells. We go through. We go through spiritual warfare. We go through problems. Hey, I, oh, I'm not talking about that. But when you look down into your spiritual life and you look down and you say, "Oh, I, I, I'm praying less than I used to pray," that's not up. Oh, I, I look back back past. Look back at the past year, and I've been reading my Bible less, and I've been I've been going to church less. I. I uh, just so you know we have Sunday night service here I'm just, I'm just putting out an announcement we got Sunday night service here at 6 o'clock we would love to have you come I, I love that you you know And I'm, this is not for anybody here because you're here but this is for everybody else who's not here okay that's what it typically has I'm just going to wink wink alright hey we have service on Sunday night it's a great service hey and by the way we have service on Wednesday nights too oh and by the way we have Monday night prayer well well, you see I got these plans and I got all these things listen if you look back at your past year and you say I, I, I've, you know I've kind of, kind of gone to church less," but you know what I'm okay no it should always be I'm going up I'm pray, I'm trying to pray more. I'm trying to be more faithful. I'm trying to be more faithful in my prayer and in my Bible reading and my, and my faithfulness to the church and in my faithfulness to daily prayer and consecration. That's the only change that can happen. Whenever you begin to go down, that's when you start removing the anchor from God and you start putting on the anchor of a job and you start putting on the anchor of people. You start putting on the anchor of all the things that change in this world. But I pray today that before you leave you get anchored to a God that never changes. He's still he's here for you. He still loves you. He still cares for you. Isaiah said, lift up your eyes to the heavens and look above, upon the earth beneath for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke. Just like our scripture read in Hebrews uh, that all this earth, and the, it's gonna fail, it's gonna vanish. It's gonna go away. Somebody say this, it's all going to burn. God help me. I was praying this just this morning. God, never let me invest so much into something that is going to die that I stop investing in something that's going to make me live forever. I was just praying that about me just this morning. I'm not talking about, hey, I'm just gonna preach to me right now. I'm preaching to me already, I'm gonna preach to me. Don't allow yourself to invest in something other than eternal life. Because the more you invest in the things that fade and that rust and that die and that fade, that go away, the more you're anchoring yourself on those things and when they die, you die. Oh, you mean phys- No, I'm talking about spiritual death. Whenever, you, whenever you're whenever you anchored to these things that die, then your spirit dies. And well, I I, I can't pray anymore. I, I can't worship anymore. I, I can't really get connected anymore. Hey, the heavens shall vanish away like smoke and the earth shall wax old like a garment and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Verse eight sister, for the moth shall eat them up like a garment and the worm shall eat them like wool, but my righteousness shall be, everybody help me, forever and my salvation from generation to generation. Hey, hey, Stop putting so much merit on generational curses and get anchored to a God that never changes. He never changes. Oh, let's lift up our hands right now and love Him. Oh, God cannot grow more or less powerful than he already is. You hear me? He can grow, he cannot grow more or less powerful. He can never cease to be holy, just, good, or true. His wisdom and his knowledge cannot be increased or decreased. If he's been all-powerful, he remains all-powerful. If he's been good, Brother Kyle, he'll remain good. Oh, you gotta hear the word of the Lord today. If he's been faithful, he's going to remain faithful. Hey, your, your, your boss may fail you, but I know a God that never changes. Your spouse may even fail you, but I know a God that never changes. You may even have a church person, a member of a church, a saint, a brother, a sister that fails you because guess what? Pinch yourself. They're human flesh just like you. They make mistakes. Mind blowing. We make mistakes and we should give our each other mercy and grace to make mistakes. But let me tell you something friend, uh, you don't have to give God any mercy or grace to make mistakes uh, because he doesn't make any mistakes. Uh, I'm telling you, he's a never changing God. Uh, He's a God that never changes. Uh, He's immutable. Uh, Hey, uh, he never changes. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven. And earth, do you see a trend? Do you see what I'm talking about? Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words, somebody say his words, shall not pass away. If God said it, it's going to happen. That's why so many of you are already walking in the boldness of the Holy Ghost about a building and property. Why? Because we've heard a word from the Lord. And I don't know when, and I definitely don't know how. Hey, we're just walking by faith. When Brother Comden stepped foot in that Ford dealership, hey, it looks like a great dealership. Whoever knew they would wanna sell. But that's walking by faith and not by I I don't see how it's gonna happen. It sounds a little crazy. They may even think I'm crazy. But hey, and God gives you a word, you can take it to the bank and you can cash it. It's a check that will never go bad. It never expires. It is always faithful to give you what he said. His word, his word never changes. The same God who gave Moses the Ten Commandments the same God that commanded Joshua and the people to walk around the walls of Jericho, that cured Naaman of his leprosy, that healed the blind, that made the lame to walk, to ra- that raised the dead and cast out demons. The same God who died and rose again, he has heard your prayer and you hear me, he's gonna hear you tomorrow. The God that did all those things is the God that's here right now and he knows your name. You wanted to give up but God says I not giving up on you. You wanted to kind of just walk away. But God says, I never change. My love for you has never changed. Even though you failed, even though you failed other people, I never change. And I love you. And I care for you. And I'm gonna endure. The psalmist said it like this in Psalm 102 of old, hast thou laid the foundation of the earth. There's that word foundation again. That's the kind of foundation that I want in my life. I don't want a foundation that can just be swept away by anything that comes along. I'm not going to get very, I'm not going to get political here today, but I'm going to tell you what, we need to be very careful that we're not just swept away by every whim. We are the church of the living God. We don't operate based on how Hollywood operates. We don't. Well, hallelujah. You said God's unchanging, but we can change. Let me tell you, when you're anchored to an unchanging God, the church is unchanging. What does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, I think our methods can change. I think we could have different methods. Surely they didn't have electric pianos back 100 years ago, but they still had church. But as they progressed, they got grand pianos and then eventually went to electric pianos. And so the method has changed. But I'm going to tell you what cannot and will not ever change, and that is this right here. That is the word of God. How we preach it, what we preach, what we say, what we live, how we live our life, separation under the Lord. There is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There's only one way to God. There's not a hundred different ways, but you must repent of your sins. You must be baptized in the name of Jesus. I, I wish I had a few apostolics. Hey, you must receive the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking with other tongues. Why? Because he never changes. And so Lighthouse Church, we're never changing the word because we're anchored. We're not anchored to Hollywood. I said, we're not anchored to Hollywood. I'm not anchored to Bill Gates or Elon Musk or or you fill in the blank, uh, whoever they are, those people's those powers out there. As our world changes, uh, this church, not just this building, uh, but the church of the living God, uh, we must remain consistent. Yeah. 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 We can't just be taken away by every little whim or thing that happens. And that means we have to be careful how emotional we get about changes too. We can't just be rah-rah against it all the time, but we need to be consistent in our way as our world changes and as it waxes worse and worse and as the LGBTQ plus A, B, C, D, E, F, G begins to change and to develop. The church has to remain consistent and faithful. Hey, we've got to be careful how we deal with these things as our world changes. We've got to use wisdom. We can't just rah-rah, but we've got to offer some type of Redemption plan. We we have to offer restoration to people. Hey, there's still alcoholics that need deliverance to an unchanging by an unchanging God. There's still drug addicts in this area that need restoration by the unchanging God. There are still people that's hurting, that's dying. There are still children that are being molested, that are being abused. They need the unchanging, unadulterated word of God. They don't need a watered down version of the gospel. They don't need that. They can go down the road and find that. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not wrong in any other church or denomination, but Brother Wasserman, we got a word that we gotta uphold. There's a word here that we're, we're not just here to preach it in these walls. We're not just to proclaim and rah, rah, but we gotta live it in our daily life. I'm unchanging, I'm unmovable. Hey, I don't care what Holly, how Hollywood begins to dress and what they put on. I didn't define my, my culture based on world culture anyway. I'm based on kingdom culture. I'm kingdom code. The world is, is their culture. But I, I'm not of this world. But I, I'm not of this world. I don't hate them. I don't mock them. But friend, don't you come into my home and try to change what I know to be true. You need to get locked in. You need to get anchored into the Word of God. I don't care what our schools decide to do. We're anchored to the Word. We're getting to a time, church, it's sad. I know, it's pitiful, it? but God has chosen us. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, if God didn't, didn't think we could make it, he would have chosen a different generation, but God has chosen the young people, the adults, the parents, the future parents, everybody, or the elders, everybody. He has chosen you and he's chosen me to deal with all of these things that are going on in our world. And it's time for the church to be the church of the living God. Hebrews 13, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, but he doesn't just stop there. He says, be not carried away about with divers and strange doctrines. How relevant for our day. I said, how relevant for our day where you've got people preaching and proclaiming different doctrines and ways of of salvation and deviating from the direct word of the Lord. And I pray that God, they receive a a revelation of the truth. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. You need to make up in your mind today. I am unmoved by what I see. I see a lot of change, but I'm unmoved. I see a lot of rollercoaster, a lot of bumps in the road, but I remain unmoved. I know that we've got emotions. I know that we've got we're, dealing, we're, we're, we're spiritual beings wrapped in this carnal flesh. I understand that, but that's why the word of the Lord, that's why Paul said, I crucify this flesh, Brother Compton. Every single day when I wake up brother Caldwell I crucify this flesh because I know that there's a spirit of the living God living inside of me but I also know that I have an enemy that he's dangling everything he can to try to get me to feed on I'm going to talk about this tonight to feed on the carnal things on the things of this world he wants to get me anchored to the things that he knows that are going to change that are going to be unmoved I'm telling you somebody you got to crucify your flesh and you got to say as many as things change I'm anchored to the one that remains the same. I'm anchored to a God that never changes. So I am not moved by what I see because I'm anchored to the one who's seen it all. I I am not moved by what I feel because I'm anchored to the one that knows it all. And guess what? He's gone before me. I'm not moved by what I hear. Because he's seen it all. He's gone before me. Brother Wiseman, as you come. What we need, church, so desperately. As I was preparing this, God began to speak to me. And it was really a song song. There's a song, I just want you. Nothing else. I'm not here for blessings. I'm not here for anything. I just want you. You see, we sing that, but then we anchor ourselves to people. And when they fail, or when they change, we change. Our emotion sends us in a tailspin. And now we're not like anything that people really know us to be. Not the will of God. Not the will of God. I'm not saying you're not allowed to have emotions. Surely God gave you all those emotions for a reason. But how you respond is very indicative to who you're anchored to. He never changes. I said he never changes. He never changes. That goes all the way. Man, I wish I had the time. I wish I had the the ability to go from cover to cover and just tell you all of the things that he never changes. But it's written right here. His love, his joy, his peace, his long-suffering, his faithfulness, His goodness, His grace. Oh, the things that way He thinks about you, how He thinks about you. Oh, it's forever settled. It's all written. He never changes. And as people begin to change their opinion of you, God's opinion of you never changes. I want to tell you, I've failed God. I have failed the Lord at times I, I think I'm probably not the only one here and I'm gonna just going to go out and tell you I have failed people I've let people down I have and I'm going to tell you what it breaks my heart to think that I, I, I would do that I've let people down I'm not perfect. Sometimes I haven't said the right things whenever they were seeking something great to be said. I, I said the wrong thing. Sometimes I've responded in anger or in hurt or in frustration. Hey, I'm not perfect. But I'm thankful that I've got a God. In his great mercy and his great grace, still says, Come unto me, all that are weary and heavy laden. He's not giving us a ticket to sin or to fail or to make mistakes. Not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that when you need an anchor that is unmovable, when your life is on kind of just on the rocks. When the marriage seems to not be working out, get anchored. Get anchored. Get anchored. When the relationships seem to not be working out, what you need to do is you need to get that relationship and say, hey, let's get anchored to a a God that never changes. You want to know why divorces on such a high rate right now? It's because they're anchored to all the things of the world. And they're not anchored to an unmovable, unchanging God. Let's stand today. I've preached too long. I've kept you too long, but I'm praying right now that you would open up your heart. Would you? Would you open up your heart for a few moments? I feel the Holy Ghost moving into this place. I don't know who you are, but I've come to tell you he's an unchanging, Not only is he not unchange, is he unchanging, but he cannot change. He's immutable. Talking to somebody, you need to renew. You need to renew what you're anchored to. Everything that comes your way, you kind of just get thrown in a tailspin. But if you'll get anchored to a God this world may pass away but he never will. His word will never pass. I want to be anchored to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Church, would you begin to pray right now? I wish you Tug on the anchor, the, the, the robe in your heart and say, God, am I, am I anchored to you? Or am I anchored to my finances? Am I anchored to you? Or am I anchored to that relationship? Am I anchored to you? Or am I anchored to some ungodly thing? Or some worldly thing? Maybe it? it's not sin, but it's going to pass. It's going to pass. Come on, get that relationship anchored to God. That relationship anchor to the Lord and watch God take care of your marriage of your relationships of the finances of the job of the move of whatever it is that you're going through I'm not telling you that you're lost I'm just asking you would you make sure that you're anchored to a God that never changes i just want you god i don't want the things of this world but i got to be anchored to you i'm not here for anything else but i got to be here for you every day every day i'm not in it for what you can provide me i'm not here for a handout but i'm here lord to be anchored hallelujah let's sing it brother